Welcome to the audio guide to how high performers discover their ideal career and find meaningful, well-paid work without starting over. It's a series we're running every day this week to teach you the nine stages every single person goes through. At least if your goal is fulfilling work that also pays you well. Okay, you've decided to change careers. You're going to climb the mountain that is career change, but there's a lot of work to do first. At this stage, your goal really is to prepare yourself and the people in your life for the difficulties that you're going to face on the climb. This includes, by the way, spoiler alert, the moment when you will get the most of the way there and then decide to quit or decide it's really hard. If this sounds scary or daunting or intimidating, don't worry, it is. But we'll get you ready. This is the Happen to Your Career podcast with Scott Anthony Barlow. We help you stop doing work that doesn't fit you, figure out what does, and make it happen. We help you define the work that's unapologetically you, and then go get it. If you're ready to make a change, keep listening. Here's Scott. Here's Scott. Here's Scott. Stage two, how to prepare for the climb, specifically how to make success inevitable. The best way to avoid failure is to make success inevitable. The way to make success inevitable is to plan for problems before they happen because uh, I've helped thousands of people now through this process. I know how it is likely to go. The fun parts, the hard parts, the parts that are going to make you want to quit all of those in that order. The great advantage of this information is that we can prepare for those problems now. So when they arise, we'll already have a solution in place. Okay. So if you were planning a real mountain climb, a literal mountain climb, there would be lots of no brainer equipment that you would need. You'd need boots, coat, tent, sleeping bag, water bottle, sour patch kids, all all the important stuff. That stuff's easy. The tougher question is, Who do you trust to guide you up the mountain? Or who would you bring on the most challenging journey of your life? These are the people that you need on your side for your career change. And now is the time to let them know that you need their help. Think about it this way. I want you to be able to assemble your support team. Stage two is a bit of a guide check. You're about to undertake a difficult, complicated process to change your life. So who's coming with you? And who do you need to have potentially difficult conversations with to get them on board? Now, the first conversation you might have could be with your significant other or spouse or partner. This conversation will need to be a two-way street. You're going to need your significant other's support, especially when your climb gets steep and you get frustrated. But your significant other also needs to hear from you. What will this process mean for them? What about money? You're changing your life. What does that mean? How does that impact them? Are they invited to your new life? Are you leaving them behind? All these questions have a tendency to pop up. When you say, I need you to support me, what does that even mean exactly? So this really might not be an easy conversation, or it could be, but I want you to begin having those types of conversations now. Tell your significant other why you feel you need to change careers. Share with them that you don't expect the process to be quick or easy. Let them know that you need them to be there when your knees start to buckle and you think about giving up. Uh, 
Share with them why it's really important to you. What does it look like in the future for both of you? Make a plan for any financial disruption. Make sure there's an open channel of communication so that you can check in with each other while you're going through the process. Another key conversation is to identify the person who's going to be the one that you call when you're ready to quit. This can be that spouse or partner, but I would not recommend that it is. I would, this is going to be somebody else. This is your personal ghostbuster. When things are at their very worst, who are you going to call this person? Prepare them, tell them you're changing careers. Again, let them know it's going to be difficult and complicated. And again, also share with them why it's such an important thing for you. Let them know that the day or multiple days are going to come when you're going to call them and say that you're about ready to give up in one way or another. And when they get that call, their job is to convince you to keep going. I want you to keep your balance as things change through this process. Career change is absolutely going to unbalance your life. Your daily routine will be disrupted. Your self-image will be disrupted. Your finances potentially could be disrupted. We're going to try and minimize that as much as possible. You may feel off balance. If other areas of your life are already off balance long before you start this, then that can cause some pretty severe overwhelm once you get going. This means you might lose your balance and fall off the mountain. No boy, no. Your career change might fail and that would be bad. Therefore, to whatever extent possible, we need to make sure that every other area of your life outside of your career is as stable as possible. Friends, family, relationship, finances, anything you can do to keep these aspects of your life in balance will exponentially increase your odds of completing a successful career change. So this means that assembling your team is a big part of keeping your balance, but be gentle on yourself. Don't make the process harder than it already is. If you've been thinking about quitting smoking, now's probably not the time. Or if you've been thinking about changing your diet, maybe we revisited in a few months. Uh, Career change is your challenge right now. Don't pile other tons of challenges on top of it any more than you absolutely need to. Climbing a mountain is hard enough. No need to add ankle weights. Let's talk about controlling fear so it doesn't control you. We know the career change process gets harder as it goes along. There are setbacks, reversals, rejections, promising leads that don't work out, all those things. As you climb higher, the path gets steeper, the air gets thinner, it becomes more difficult. Your patience may wear thin, but so may your rationality. Fear will begin to creep into your mind and then flood it. This isn't working. Why isn't this working? What am I going to do? Fear will cripple your ability to make rational choices about your career path. I know from my experience as a career changer, a job seeker, and also as a career coach, as well as from what we see in the research, the best thing that you can do in a job interview is to show the interviewer as much of your true self as possible. If you're faking it or just trying to get through it, (laughs) trying to give them what they want, then that's going to cause you to end up with a bad result. Either you won't get the job or even worse, you will get the job, but the version of you that gets hired is not going to be your true self. And that will leave you back where you started, bored, miserable, unfulfilled, having wasted all that hard work and sacrifice just to land in another unhappy situation. Fear 
makes this problem much worse. I want you to go into a job interview or a relationship building interaction feeling relaxed, excited, eager to learn, open-hearted. Instead, fear makes you nervous. It makes you seem desperate. It makes you frightened. It makes you seem overwhelmed, especially if you are, by the feeling uh, and having the feeling of, oh my goodness, this has to work. You feel like if you don't nail the interview, the interviewer is going to push a button, a trapdoor will open under your chair, and you'll drop into a tank full of hungry sharks. Okay, maybe that's just, you know, my imagination. Either way, the best way to combat this fear is by surrounding yourself with people who can help you through your career change. There's nothing worse than being alone when you're scared. You think about how scared you are, and that makes you more scared, and the fear grows in your mind and the cycle until it consumes your entire conscious thought process. Break that cycle. Surround yourself with friends and additional people on your team, and potentially other people who are going through the same thing. This is what your team is for. I want you to build in multiple layers of help. If you were climbing a mountain, you wouldn't just wear one layer especially if it's cold mountain, you would wear several. That way, if the cold gets through one layer, then there are others that'll still keep you warm. These layers are a redundant system. They reinforce each other. An airplane has three redundant onboard computers. So if one isn't working, the other two can keep the plane flying. Blockchain technology for cryptocurrency also works this way. Every cryptocurrency transaction is confirmed thousands of times to ensure that it's authentic. Redundancy is built in. Your preparations for career change need to be the same way. You need redundancy. You need multiple friends, multiple reasons to keep going when things get tough. You need redundant fail-safe mechanisms to keep climbing when you feel like you're ready to give up. Again, your team is going to be one of your most important assets. Another way to build in success is a process that we've called full immersion for many years. Full immersion is one of the best ways to make a successful career change. Full immersion means doing everything you can to dig into the process of career change while you are pursuing it. Study it, learn about it, care about it. The people who are best at career change and have the best outcomes the quickest are the ones who are genuinely passionate about the process. Who's more likely to make it up the mountain? A climber who spends 30 minutes a day reading about mountain climbing, and that's it. Or the climber who thinks about it nonstop. And the more time and energy you spend on career change, the better your outcome will be. Your mind will turn its energy to the creative problem solving you need to do anyways to make your career change happen. Who do you know that can connect you to a certain company? Who can you talk to about a certain industry? How can you get in front of the person you need? Full immersion also doesn't always need to mean extra time. You can layer it into the existing parts of your day in the nooks and crannies of your schedule, the things that you're already doing. Here's an example of how that works. By the way, if you want to see an actual on-page example of a schedule and how that might be built in with full immersion, you can go to careerchangeguide.com. That's careerchangeguide.co and click on stage two and you'll be able to see this example says example, how to layer full immersion into your existing schedule. 
What that might look like is let's say that you get up at 6.30, you're getting ready for the day. And then in between that and breakfast, as you sit down to breakfast and begin eating, you can also simultaneously research how to write a reach out email. And then as you commute to work, you can listen to the Happen to Your Career podcast about career change. And then maybe you check your email when you get into work, you have a meeting with your boss, and then a few other things that are normal in your workday. But then lunch hits. Well, instead of just doing a sad desk lunch, here's what I want you to do. This is the time where you can build in things like a 20-minute call with a person who has the role that you're interested in. Maybe you're reaching out to them and you've scheduled that. That would be a great time to schedule it. doesn't interfere with anything else. If you really wanted to, you can even lunch at the same time. And then maybe you go back to work after that, after eating lunch, and you have a meeting with your sales team. You go in about the rest of your day. And as you're on your commute home, that's where you might schedule a call with a former coworker who is now at a new company that you're interested in. Or maybe that's when you are listening to another HTYC podcast about interviewing or whatever stage of the process that you happen to be at. And then let's say that you're like me and you have little kids, then maybe your kids are put to bed about 8, 830. And that's when you can sit down for a moment to make some adjustments on your resume to send to that former coworker who you talked to earlier in the day. Okay, that's one example of how you might embed some of the work that you need to do into your already existing day without taking a whole lot of extra time, honestly. It's just layered in over the top of some of the things that you might already be doing. We find that when people are taking this type of approach, and you may have noticed this in listening to it, there's all the normal parts of a day. It's just It's just the process of learning about and doing career change are scattered in, layered over the top, fit into those nooks and crannies as it makes sense for you and your schedule. In this type of way, you don't necessarily have to take the lots of additional time. And I show you this because one of the biggest obstacles to finding and doing fulfilling work that pays well is time. If you tell yourself that there's no time, there will absolutely be no time. But if instead you figure out how to use the time you have differently, you'll eventually be very pleased with what's possible. By the way, every single person we've aired on the Happen to Your Career podcast that has made some type of change in their career for the better, all has the same 24 hours in a day as you do and I do. Now, you can absolutely listen to many of those stories on the happen to your career podcast. It's a great way to begin thinking about career change while you're doing other things and learning about how to do it and then integrating the stuff you learn shortly afterwards. But there's also a lot of great books I mentioned in the earlier stage that you can go to happen to your career.com slash two seven one and listen to the podcast or read the blog post for the nine best career books, our recommendations, and a couple of hacks to be able to read those even faster. If you're a to-do list person or a bullet journaler, make yourself some lists. Uh, What do you want out of your new career? What problems have you always wanted to solve? What industries have you always wanted to try? I want you to begin to turn your mind to solving your problems of career change and let your mind amaze you with the creative solutions it thinks up because those are going to happen in the background as you're doing your other things. This is another way to leverage full immersion. 
Okay. I want to give you still another example too. This is an actual example. We heard this one on the podcast, Linnea Calderon. And if you want to go listen to her episode, you can absolutely do that. You can either go get the career change guide by going to careerchangeguide.co or careerchangeguide.co or you can go directly there by going to happenyourcareer.com slash 266 and then it'll show you Linnea's story and how she utilized full immersion as a part of the process. Okay, Linnea is a self-described multi-potentialite and this is a term coined by my friend Emily Wapnick who's also been on the podcast. It means Linnea has a lot of different skills and interests and sometimes has difficulty deciding which one to pursue. So after 13 years in the financial services industry with a fairly newly minted MBA, she came to us for help to determine what to do next. At the time, Linnea's job title was senior strategy consultant. This was like a senior manager, basically. Less than a year later, she had a new job in a new career in a new industry with the title of senior vice president. In one move, she jumped four seniority levels. After we helped her with her career change, Linnea came on the the podcast to share how she did it. She attributes her successful career change to two points of emphasis, full immersion and extreme preparation. Here's how she described immersing herself in career change on the HTYC podcast. Use a variety of different avenues and educate yourself. So one of the things that I did was along with the podcast that I would listen to in between driving to work or at the gym, I also bought books and about specific topics that I was interested in. And so one of the books, and I'll give a shout out, is How Do I Write This Email by Danny Rubin. And same thing with you know, negotiation. That wasn't my strongest point. So after listening to Josh Judy's podcast, I bought his book, Fearless Salary Negotiation, read it, did the exercises. And so my advice would be to use different avenues and educate yourself during the process because the more you know, the more power that you have behind yourself and the confidence that you have when you get to the point of of when you want to go after a role. And when it came to preparing for meetings and interviews, Linnea did her homework. Linnea moved up for job titles. That was an extreme result. And it came from extreme preparation. Here's how she described her preparation on the podcast. I would say one of the keys to my success was very in-depth preparation for every single interaction that I had, whether it was a informal coffee, whether it was an interview, whether it was following up in an email or a handwritten letter, every interaction that I had or knew I was going to have, I prepared for to the nth degree. And so in that way, there is no question that I couldn't answer or anything that I couldn't be prepared for because I genuinely prepared a lot, probably more than I've ever had. What I love about Linnea's story, aside from a great outcome, is that Linnea didn't need any trick or special skill. She just worked hard on high impact activities. Anyone can do that. Anyone can do that. When we showed Linnea resources to learn about career change, like the podcast and the books we discussed on the podcast, she devoured them when we taught Linnea how to approach people for informational interviews or test drive conversations to learn more about their jobs. 
companies, industries threw herself into the process and worked hard to maximize every single interaction. Extreme results come from that extreme preparation. Immerse yourself in career change, do the work, and you can achieve well beyond what you think is possible. Here's what an extreme full immersion looks like, a week in the life. Now, I should point out that this is not Linnea's exact schedule, but it is something that's similar to what she did. This is a week-long schedule. By the way, you can see the full thing at careerchangeguide.co. On Sunday, that might be spending a couple hours reading a negotiation book. Maybe it's one that you heard here from the HTYC podcast. By the way, we're in the process of writing a negotiation book, so that may be available by the time you listen to this, depending on when you listen. Preparing for upcoming interviews. You know, maybe actually in between those two things, she goes on on her Sunday, she spends some time with friends and family, and then comes back during the evening and spends a couple hours preparing for the interviews that she has later on that week which she had requested a day off from work for to attend said interview. And then she also, by the way, has a career coaching session on Monday with her career coach that she's hired. And she's spending a little bit of time preparing for that session on Sunday evening to make sure that she's maximizing and getting exactly what she wants out of the session. She's in the ownership position, which is another thing that to make full immersion work for you is a requirement. Okay, so then she you know wakes up Monday morning, gets ready to go, and then listens to the HAWSC podcast on the way to work. She goes about her work. She calls and reaches out to three people over lunch that happen to be on her target list of organizations and people that are in roles that she's interested in. And then she, later on, after doing some more work, at the end of her day, has a coaching session with her career coach from HTYC. Okay. The rest of the time is family time throughout the day. Then, you know, on Tuesday, wakes up, works out, and then commutes into work, listens to the HTYC podcast, does her work, and then does a second interview over the phone, over her lunch with a company that she's interested in. And then continues to do her work, listens to the HTYC podcast on the way home, and then it's family time and personal time for the rest of the day. On Wednesday, that's the time she'd requested to have a day off so that she can go and interview for another organization that she's interested in. So she's got that day-long interview, a little bit of travel to get there. And on the way over there, of course, she's listening to the HTYC podcast or a book that is helping her out. Okay. And then same thing on the way back. And that's it for that particular day. She goes on a date night with her partner and awesome ends the day. Not much on the next day, except for after she's working out and after she's done with uh, catching up at work from having the previous day off, then on her commute home, she's listening to an audiobook on negotiation. That same one she's listening to at the beginning of the week. When she wakes up on Monday after getting ready to go, she finishes up the audiobook on negotiation and then goes into work. And over lunch, she's making a couple extra calls. Okay. On Saturday, wakes up in the early morning and then spends time writing emails and contacting people, sending messages, asking for introductions from past colleagues and other people that she, she knows that now work at other organizations. And then she wraps up her week on Saturday by doing some planning and finances and then spending the day with friends and family. 
What do you notice when you look at this? In this schedule, there's still all the normal parts, just like we mentioned earlier. However, in this example, there's quite a bit of extra time spent on learning and doing career change too. Now, I mentioned this isn't Linnea's actual schedule, but it's similar to how she was operating. She also went from a manager level role, senior manager level role, to a vice president level role with a larger organization, right? To make that happen, you don't just do the bare minimum. You're spending extreme amounts of time, energy, and effort to get extreme results that very few other people get. Now, I wanted to show you those comparisons in schedule, some extreme differences between the two. You can fit it in with the time that you have, or you can move faster or get some extreme results if you're devoting more time and energy, as long as you're still focused on those high impact type of activities. Linnea is not superhuman. She simply figured out how to use her gifts, talents, and time differently to get extreme results. She invested in herself at an extreme level too. She learns at an extreme level. You can do this too if you want to. Want to build your own plan for inevitable success? Do these things now. Certainly listen to Linnea's story, happentoyourcareer.com slash 266. Get an idea of how this system works in the real world. Build your own personal team. Identify two to five people. This may include mentors, coaches, friends, and you know some select family members who will be on your team to make sure that you're successful. Communicate to those people on your personal team what you're doing, when you'll need them, and what you will do when it gets hard. Here's an example of what that might sound like. Hey, James, I have really appreciated over the years how you've been a person for me that doesn't just tell me what I want to hear, but instead tells me what I need to hear, uh, even if it is not always super comfortable. And I have really appreciated that. And I'm wondering if you would be willing to be that person for me again. I'm going to be changing careers and I would absolutely love your help. And if you are up for it, Uh, There's going to come some times where I am pretty challenged going through the process because it's going to be a fairly big career change for me. And I'm probably going to want to either give up or I'm going to complain that it's hard or any number of other things. And I would love it if during those times I can call you and say, hey, I'm in the midst of the dip and for you to tell me to keep going, I need that from you. Is that something you'd be willing to do? Okay, that type of conversation is something that becomes very, very helpful. If it's a spouse or partner, then that can be a more advanced conversation. You can use some of the some of the questions and topics that I mentioned earlier on in this stage episode. If you're not sure where to go next, or you're getting stuck, or you want to use many of the other strategies that we've seen working with thousands of people, then here's what you can do. You can schedule a conversation with our team just by going to scheduleaconversation.com. We'll help you figure out the very best way that we can help support you in your career change. On the next episode, we'll cover 
what happens when you're ready to climb the mountain, but you're trying to figure out which mountain to climb. The very next stage is not only to identify your new career, but to reimagine your whole new life and how your new career step can line up with that. We'll help you determine specifically what it is that you truly want and how it can relate to your career change. See you next time. For stage three, choose your mountain, identify your ideal career and life. And by the way, many of the people that you've heard in this series have gone through our Career Change Bootcamp program. Career Change Bootcamp is our flagship program that combines one-on-one and personal coaching support with a research and experience-driven framework. And like I said, many of the stories you've heard are people that worked with us there. It, it actually opens November 9th, but you can get a head start on that particular program and getting in line for it because we only have eight spots total with the smallest amount of spots we've ever had in a November before. However, more importantly than that, you can get a head start on your 2021 by emailing me directly, scott at happentoyourcareer.com and putting CCB conversation in the subject line. And then I'll make sure that you get in touch with my team and we'll figure out if that program is right for you. And if it is, we'll figure out the very best way that we can help. Just email scott at happentoyourcareer, put CCB conversation in the subject line. Mm -hmm.